0: First, pros with Unity podcast of the new season, and what a season it promises to be. I'm joined in the studio tonight just with two other lovely podcasters. I've got
1: Adam and Barry. First of all, Adam, how's your preseason been so far? Very good, thanks, Yep. Yeah. Um, I've dipped in and out of the Fit Fans I think, I think Barry certainly is the, uh, the patron on uh, Progress with Unity on Fit Fans I've missed a few of the sessions but yeah I think I'm, I'm feeling good I'm ready for the new season I've passed my fitness test and I'm raring to go
0: Barry, what about yourself? No you've been in Fit Fans has Adam just said anything else?
2: No, nothing just took uh, in a friendly just plodding along looking forward to the new season to be honest
0: well, I think, without further ado, we should start to look forward to the new season. And what better way to start with the comings and goings, I think, at the club? So I'm going to go through the arrivals first, and I'll just come to you. I'll, I'll go through one each rather than get you both to comment, because I think, you you know, unless you feel that you've got something additional to say. But Barry, first of all, Max Power, back to the Latics, joining from Sunderland on free transfer. What do you make of that one?
2: Max is back. Yeah, I, I was a bit disappointed when he left, so I'm very pleased he's come back. <clears throat> I was a big fan of Max Powers. I know he wasn't everybody's cup of tea, but uh, he he never shies away. Always looking for the ball, even when he's not uh, on top of his game, as all, all professionals go through a little dip in form. Never shied away. I watched him in the Stoke game, and he was just typical Max Power. A fantastic signing. So I'm really looking forward to Max seeing that. Uh, engine room in the coming seasons really pleased with that yeah and Adam
0: we've we've needed to bolster haven't we more or less across the park and we're both in a young in terms of centre-back Jack Watmore from Portsmouth what do you feel he's going to bring to the team
1: well I think he's a great player I think um, you know I think he's one of Portsmouth's best players That they were very surprised that he left Uh, he's played a lot of games at this level Um, to me he looks like he's uh, he's a leader he's cool on the ball Um, and he also looks a good threat from set pieces actually as well so in my view I think very very good signing Um, just what you need at centre back
0: yeah notably another free transfer so that's two for two on the free transfer front Barry back to you we've gone down to uh, Ipswich to bring in uh, a right winger Guon Edwards from Paul Cook's Ipswich town, 28-year-old right winger. What are your thoughts there?
2: Yeah, he made his name at Peterborough, didn't he? He was uh, highly rated and I think uh, Ipswich paid quite a a substantial fee for him. He was a bit hit and miss with the Ipswich supporters when you read the comments, but again, I've seen him in the friendlies. He's good on the ball. He's he's your typical winger. You know, not every cross finds its man. But uh, he's, he looks dangerous enough and, and it's he's a great option to have in the team, experienced in League One level. I think it's a great acquisition. A free transfer, bags of experience, 28. What more can you want?
0: Provides good competition on that side as well, doesn't it?
2: Yeah, it does. I mean, Gavin Massey uh, was back in the, in the squad last night, made an appearance. Uh, so, obviously, he'll be vying for that, that position with him and uh, Corey Taylor-Blackett, Came on as a sobi looks an handful, so there's another winger there, and we're we linked with other wingers. So, so that you know, it's it, it is it's uh, it's competition, and competition keeps players on top of the game, and that's what we like to see.
0: Uh, Adam, we've brought in Tom Neal, defensive midfielder, who I believe can slot in at the back as well, but not probably our ideal uh, addition for center center half. Thirty-year-old from Portsmouth again on a free transfer. How can you see him being utilized this season?
1: Uh, well, obviously, it's, diffi- it's difficult to uh, to tell off just the friendlies, particularly if you're in that position. For what I gather from Portsmouth fans, he's he's someone who likes to put his foot in. He, he, he's not afraid of the referee's notebook, but you know, some you need those type of players in your team. And like you said, if he if he can slot in at centre back. As it stands at the moment, we've only got two first-team centre-backs, and one of those is uh, only in his second season as a pro. So really, we are we are we are short in numbers there. So it's it's a good option for cover. He looked all right. What I've seen of him last night, uh, I echo what Barry said. Edwards looked good. He actually played on the left for a large part. I think last night, Edwards, um, and he, he he reminds me a bit of Jacobs in the sense of he works hard as well, gets back. So if Pierce goes forward. He, he will slot in and get and get back, which is the type of players that we, that we want, really. Yeah, absolutely,
0: Barry. We need quite an early signing with this one, and it's it's a bit of a coup, really, because there are clubs that were you know linked with him, and I think a lot of Stoke fans can't believe that he he dropped down a division, you know, and left left Stoke. But Jordan Cousins came in from Stoke City, a twenty seven year old central midfielder, again on a free transfer. Cracking bit of business that one.
2: Yeah, great signing. Uh, I I remember cousins playing for QPR against us, and he was he stood out in that game down at the DW Stadium. Really excited by that signing. I mean, like you say, it was one of the ones done early doors, and the Stort fans weren't too happy about the fact that you know they would let him go and, and kept. Uh, is it John John Obey and McKell's third Instead, they preferred him shipped out the door to cousins. They say he always gives hundred percent. It's what you want from your from your engine room and. Uh, I watched the game against Oldham and him and Maxi played well together. There was there was quite good there. He didn't feature against Stoke, so I suppose he'll be playing against Preston. He didn't, I no, he didn't, you don't think he played at all, did he last night? Right? No, he wasn't even straight. No, no, he were. I think he were a distant cousin, wasn't he? So yeah, um, that's an exciting signing for me. I'm really, uh, you know, uh, looking forward to seeing him dominate the midfield. And just going back to Adam, they talking about. Tom Naylor, again, I'm excited by that. I remember, I know we played at Portsmouth for the last two seasons, but playing at Burton and the season, you know, we were going for the title in the running against them. He was outstanding for him that season, Tom Naylor, absolutely outstanding. And uh, I think it's a great sign in that. And he's he's a utility player as well, like he can fill in at centre-back. Uh, defensive midfield got a good touch on him so yeah he was he was going to Mansfield weren't he before we stepped in he's far too good for League 2 far too good so it's, that's a great signing
0: Yeah no I must agree Uh one area that we did need to at least get some cover for was in goal because we've ended up with only Jamie Jones as a professional uh, or pro keeper and there was a bit of a chase on a couple of keepers lined up we nearly made another raid for Portsmouth goalkeeper, whoever he took the jersey at Charlton. And we ended up with another free transfer, Ben Amos, age 31. Adam, what's your thoughts on Ben and will he take the number one
1: jersey? Yes, I think he will. I think he'll start. I think, um, I suspect that his wages... Uh, a little bit higher than Jamie Jones. Not sure if he was in the team of the year, but he certainly had the most clean sheets and was one of the best keepers in in League One last season. He's got higher level experience. He's 31, which is a perfect age for a goalkeeper. Not too dissimilar, in my view, to um, a Marshall signing, in a sense that, you know, he's been there, he's done it. uh, And... I think once he settles in, I think he'll be the mainstay. And and, and I think he'll win us points this season, to be honest. And n- not not to do Jones a disservice, but I think he's a perfect number two, Jones. Bring him in. If you need to bring him in, he'll do a job. But I think Amos wins you points.
2: Yeah, talking there about him uh, being possibly in the team of the season. I remember the last time we bought a, a League One goalkeeper who was in the team of the season, Richard O'Donnell?
0: Yeah, interesting.
2: Unfortunately for him, it didn't quite work out for him at the Latex did it. But
0: now we're going to move on to the last two plays. It's worked out nice at least. You've, you've you know you've had equal numbers of uh, arrivals so far, um, and two very good players. Both of well, one's come from the top end of the table last season, and one from the bottom end of the table. Barry, you're going to take Rochdale's undisclosed transfer fee to us. Twenty-three-year-old Stephen, what a hit, son Humphreys! Go on, you look excited.
2: Yeah, um, I, I was. I'm quite excited by this. I think it's a fantastic capture. Uh, I have a friend who, who's uh, Fulham season ticket holder. He's on the on the trust down there. Humphreys started his career off with Fulham. He had a couple of uh, minor issues, uh, disciplinary, shall we say, and. Uh, they shipped him out alone a few times and and, and let him go uh, on a free transfer he signed for Southend United had a, had a cracking season with them I don't know if people have read about the incident where he ended up breaking 17 bones in his face and the, the consultant was you know he was saying to him that you know there's a good possibility he might never play football again but it's going to be at least a year and they were back in six weeks I mean wow what a what you know what a guy and uh, obviously with some close times with Rochdale last season and they were singing his praises and I followed him a little bit playing for Rochdale. Fantastic, exciting, brilliant striker. Love him. All action. He's a lower league Alan Shearer for me. He, he can thump a ball in. He, he scored against Stoke from, from the edge of the six-yard box with a tapping. He scored the blaster up at Fylde. He, he's he's brilliant. He, he is. I think he's going to set us on fire this season. What an exciting forward line we've got. He's similar but different to Lang. Uh, they've both got that ability to, to punch a good strike but he is a little bit different. I'm just so excited that, that Humphreys and Lange are playing in the same team for us. It's going to be a brilliant season going forward. What options we've got in, in the attacking third of that field. He's my signing of the summer, if I'm being honest with you. Stevie Humphreys, yeah. my signing of the summer. Re- not just for Wigan Athletic, the All of League One. Fantastic signing. I'm going to tell fans now, just watch him go.
0: Well, obviously, we brought in Stephen Humphreys, and Latics fans will know that we've... Uh, We've been boiling some um, of the proverbial um, up in the northeast, and we've brought in a very good goal-scoring forward from last season. He will score goals. He will score just more and more. Charlie Adam, we've brought him in from Sunderland, again on a free transfer, 28-year-old. He knows where the net is. Him, Lang, uh, Humphreys. Don't forget we've got wilkin as well. Oh, it's going to be a good season, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I mean, Charlie Wyke is one of those, if he gets going in a season, he's he's superb. I mean, his he's record over the last sort of six or seven years at Carlisle, Bradford and Sunderland has been really good. You know, he's almost a goal every other game. Uh, and that's allowing for some quite lean patches as well. I mean, he didn't get a great start at Sunderland. He, was, he got a lot of injuries, little niggles, but when he got a run in the side last season um i'm pretty sure that it um i think he was second i think in the in the overall goal scorers table presumably be i think behind clark harris who's no longer in the division so essentially you know he's a top scoring striker from last season who's playing in this league given the fact the the Cambridge striker decided to drop down to uh, play for Wrexham, which, which which seemed a bit odd. But, um, yeah, I think he's a target man as well. Um, I think it gives us other options, you know, in, at certain stages in the game. Um, I do think that we, we we certainly need to get the ball out wide and get some crosses in. I think last night we played some lovely build-up play and he did get involved at times, but it was more, for me, um, Edwards, Lang, Asgard, power got involved a little bit as well playing like intricate passes and white didn't really get involved as much as as he may have liked to have done but you know it's it's early days yet and once we get used to how he's going to play we do know that he can he can certainly score a lot of goals and um yeah i mean like barry said the options are fantastic we've got lots of options up there which you need you need to have options you can't just go with one striker well, and th- there's still
0: some time left in the, the transfer window. Um, we know that the team will want to be together come the start of August. Javo on Twitter did a little um, graphic of possible signings or you know realistic signings. I was going to take them through because obviously we're lacking in defence, aren't we? It's be, you know it's well well stated that documented that we are lacking at the back, and there was a few names that were. Uh, brought up Darnell Johnson, a free transfer. There's Domaco Duaney from Huddersfield, Bailey Wright from Sunderland, and Jason Kerr from St. Johnston. Firstly, Barry, any of those that you think may get over the line, any of those you've heard of, or any of those that he definitely wouldn't have as well?
2: Yeah, obviously, we've heard of Darnell Johnson, haven't we? We had him on loan. Not one for me, to be honest with you. Definitely, no, not one for me. Uh, the 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 lad from up in Scotland, Kerr, is it? Uh, I know he's highly regarded. I think there's a lot of interest in him. Bournemouth, we're, we're looking at him as well. The full backup from Uddersfield, did, did he play in the Oldham game? Did we have him in? Was he a trialist? I think he
1: was the one, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I asked you, didn't I, who he was? I wasn't sure who he was, but I think you, you might be right.
2: Yeah, he, he looked quite decent, actually. And I think that's one position that we probably need a bit of cover for. Durique, Dorico, Tendai De Rico. He, he had a good season for us but you know is he going to get is he going to pick any knocks up or anything or suspensions we need somebody who can just slot yeah, I we, got, we
1: have got Max haven't we Max, Max is comfortable there if he needs to play there yeah but you don't want Max Power
2: playing right back ideally do you and if we have got somebody, we can bring on. I know we was linked with a lad from Chelsea, one one way who ended up going to Wimbledon because he didn't fancy sitting on the bench. I think
1: Bailey Wright's been ruled out now, hasn't it? I think from from. I think originally, I mean, I, I can't see someone letting another player go <laughs> to us mm. personally. But I mean, he's a good player, Bailey Wright. You know, he's played Championship level quite a lot, so it would be a good signing. But I just don't don't see it happening. I think we might just pull one out, you know, from somewhere, you know, you as we do, you know, we've got. I think we've got a good re- recruitment team in place. So was five weeks ago, yeah. Anyway, in the of the window, yeah, and you know what? If we have to start, if we have to start the season with Long and what more, I'm not, I'm not overly concerned. I think Long was decent last season. Once he was alongside, once he was alongside a good player,
0: Curtis Tilt was rumoured to be at uh, the DW last night. Uh, Adam, he was in your stand by all accounts. Did you uh, did you manage to spot
1: Curtis? I didn't spot Curtis, but if I did, he'd have been limping around because I, I I had a quick look into this and he's out until the end of October with a hamstring injury, so he, he's not going to be a he won't be a Wigan Athletic signing in this window. It just wouldn't be any point bringing in a player who probably not really going to hit the ground running until November. You know. So uh, I also heard about Viv solomon Ottawa being there as well. I didn't see him.
0: Well, we'll come to Viv in a moment. Um, one one piece of news that's um, doing the rounds: Danny Fox been been knocking around. I know there was a few people saying that he was the trial list at Oldham. Uh, would that be someone that you guys would have back at the club?
2: No, it right. was it wasn't the trial list at Oldham, was it? That was Neil Ardley. No, he, he he was too injury prone when he was with us, uh, and what is he now? he's in is two years older. And when we signed him, not for me. Not for me either. I, I just think,
1: uh, for, I think last season made made sense because we had nobody there. <laughs> so basically it made sense to have an experienced defender in there. But I think we've got to look forward now. I mean, power coming back was a no-brainer. But, you know, I think, I think we've got to start thinking about the future, really. Uh, you know, w- wish these players luck who played well for us in the past. But... I think it's time to move on now and let, let's let's move forward. The, the only one I probably have back at a post who's been with us before is Rich James. I think I'll probably get him back if we if we could do a deal with Chelsea. But apart from oh, that, let's on. move on. Uh, well, let's move up the park
0: to midfield um, in that area. Jamie McGrath from St Mirren, midfielder, uh, has been linked with us. Lewis Holtby was at Blackburn Rovers, Tottenham. Played a lot of his games in Germany. He's on a free transfer at the moment. Uh, Corey Blackett Taylor, we've already mentioned, he was on trial um, from Tranmere Rovers, and the other guy that featured heavily for us last season,
1: Viv solomon Ottobar. Adam, I'll come to you first. Yeah, I just I mentioned this last night watching the game. I. I... I think we've got some very accomplished midfielders. I think that the, the, the players that we've mentioned, we've we said are quality cousins, Max Power and Naylor as well. But I'm just wondering whether they're a bit samey. I, I was wondering whether we, we've got someone who can do something a bit different, you know, you know make that killer pass, um, you know, b- burst through the lines, really. Uh, I don't know if any of those players we've mentioned are. Um, obviously, Otavara, I'd see him more as a wide player than a, if you like the the, the third midfielder. If you, if you are going with three midfielders, um, but I don't know. I don't know whether we we, we do need that position or whether it, it, it's enough to have the two more defensive midfielders and then play like um like a number ten, like a, a Wilkie in that type of role. Really, but I suppose you need to be able to adapt and. I don't know whether we have that sort of player who can play. If you play in a three, a more forward-thinking player in a in a three. I don't know if we have one of those. Maybe Asgard, possibly, um, but
2: I, I, I'm not I'm not sure on that yet. Maybe that's a position we're targeting. I'd like to see Will King given like an attacking midfield role. You know, like you said, like a number ten, but playing a bit deeper. Last season, towards the end when we went on that great run, he were playing really deep, weren't he? And picking the ball up sometimes off the back four. I thought he was exceptional and he came on against Stoke. And again, his touch was superb and he, and he did. He set the goal up. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be too forced.
1: If he can play, though, he might have him in yeah. mind. Because like you said before, we've got a lot of forward players, haven't we? So maybe Key, if he sees Keymo as an attacking midfielder, who obviously, if we get injuries, you know, he could do a job for you up front. But maybe he sees his better position now, just sort of deeper, like he did at the end of last season. So it allows the likes of White, Humphreys, Lang, Massey, Edwards. I mean, really, we've got an abundance of talent. You, you probably say, is the room to get Wolkeen in up front? Maybe, maybe you're right there, Barry. That actually becomes a midfielder, and then we play two of the three that we've been that we've mentioned, and we've got good cover there in that position as well. There's another lad being linked with us uh,
0: further forward, and that is Jordan Jones of Rangers. I believe tonight being given the green light to speak to clubs um, and I know ourselves. And I think Ipswich have just taken themselves out of the running, I believe, off of what been I mean reading on social media, which could provide some good backup to the forward line that we've already got. We've, we've talked a lot about incomings and possible incomings, but there have been inevitably a number of players who have left the club Barry, I'll, I'll just start with you for a couple and then I'll do a couple with Adam. Uh, Chris Merry joins uh, Tranmere. Corey Wheeling up to Carlisle, Alex Perry to Scunthorpe and Zach Clough to Carlisle. Any that you're disappointed to see go? Can you understand the moves, etc.? Uh,
2: in, in truth, not disappointed, no. I wish them all the best, obviously, moving away. I think they've moved to further their own career, which is right. Uh, They've been just squad players with us. I think at like Chris Murray's age and, and Alex Perry, they need football, first team football, for, you know, keep them improving. I think the rights to dropped down uh, a level as well. Perry at times struggled in League One last year, uh, they, but he was fantastic. He did a fantastic job for us. He stood up to the plate. No, I'm not not disappointed. We're in a new era now. You know, we're moving forward. And we're building a, an exciting football team. That's got experience. It's football, isn't it? You know, players come and go and even players you bring through leave as well. So.
0: Well, yeah, that's that's an interesting point because that brings me to four for Adam. We've got Lee Evans who's joined Ipswich, Owen Evans who's joined Cheltenham, Dave's 24, so good move for him, I think. Carl Joseph joined Swansea City and Dan Garner, um, currently without a club. Go on, Adam, over to you for your analysis on those departures.
1: Yeah, I've got to, I think the, the, the only one out what Barry said before that I think Mary could probably play a League One, but he'll do he'll do it. But I thought he did a good job for us last season. But we'll, we'll have to maybe agree to disagree on that one. Obviously, Joseph wish him all the best of luck. I think it's a shame that the manager's gone because he looked like at Swansea he was a manager that was really bringing through young players and playing a nice style. He improves players. You know, Jamal Law's got better when he's been at Swansea, so we'll see what happens with Joseph, now there's been a late change of management there, but wish him all the best, clearly we'd want to keep him because he's quality, but, you know, you can't hold players back, um, Lee Evans, yeah, I mean, it's a bit sad, but, you know, ultimately, if we, if we take a f- few steps back, you know, from where we were, he we didn't, yes, we got better when he played, but you know, we didn't have him for a lot of the season last season. So, and, you know, he got on well with Paul Cook. So again, wish him all the best. He did a great job for us coming back after injury. Dan Gardner, legend, really enjoyed what he did for us last season. You know, I think forever that those players who contributed last year will ever forever go down as legends, legends of the club. You know, probably were at a stage, unfortunately, where if we're wanting to look to move up the leagues, there are players that you know, that we signed that are better than him. It's simple as that at this stage of his career, but wishing the best. He deserves to have a, a club. Who was the other one? Oh, Owen, Owen Evans. We never really saw much of him, did we? Uh, in competitive football. I mean, obviously we've got, we've got Constance there in Rio and Richardson, who, you know, we've seen him day in, day out. Maybe you just don't think he's quite there to be a first team goalkeeper for Wigan Athletic, but you know he, he had some good loan spells didn't he uh, last uh, season before last so yeah I think he can make a good career for him, himself. I think most of the players who've come through for us will have some sort of career just depends at what level and remember even if they're at, even if they're at national league level now that's you know, more or less professional um, you know the guy who we released in January Obie, you know, he, you know, he'll do all right for himself over the, And he's always got a chance of moving back up again. So, yeah, I wish them all the best of luck. Um, and, you know, we're moving on. That's the thing. You know, you've got to... We moved on from that brilliant Martinez Premier League team. Um, and now we've got to move on again. Just making sure that Ian Everett's
0: all right because money's being spent allegedly at, at the club. But they ended up with George Johnston. I know a guy who we would have had... Back at Latics, but he's, he's decided to join Bolton and help them in their relegation fight this season. We don't wish him too much good luck, but uh, a cracking player that we had at the club. Just one,
1: one omission uh, side, quick, just a quick one McGurk. McGurk, gone to Leeds, hasn't he? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but
1: I've, I've gone through the,
0: uh, the first team there. So, yeah, McGurk, bit of a disappointing one, but you can understand, can't you? Uh, Joffrey, we'll agent... We'll get but... a
1: bit of cash as well, won't we, for him? We'll get a bit of cash.
0: Barry?
2: Yeah, I agree. Let's move on. Yeah. Right,
0: right, so I'm just going to quickly run through the squad that we've got at the minute, and I, I think it's quite clear to see where we need to strengthen. We've got two keepers in, Ben Amos and Jamie Jones, two centre-backs, Watmore and Long. Left-backs, we've got Pearson Robinson, right-back Dorico, so maybe another right-back needs to come in. Defensive midfielder, Naylor, centre-mids, We've got Cousins, Power, Smith. Uh, attacking midfielder, we've got Terrell Asgard. On the right wing, we've got uh, Edwards and Massey. The, obviously, the possibility of maybe Solomon Maltabar coming back in. And then the forward line, we've got Lang, Keen, White, Humphreys. The average age of the squad currently in the minute is 25 and a half years old. So it's a, you know, it's a relatively young squad. It's the goalkeepers that are, are keeping the, the top end up there in the 30s. It's in stark contrast to the team that we had last season where we had obviously a lot of comings and goings. Um, it's scary to think how many players that we went through last season, isn't it? If you could take one player, and this is to either of you, one player that we had last in last season's squad who finished the end of the season and have him in this year's squad, Barry, who would you have? I think I know who you'd go for. In fact, can I guess yours first, Barry? Yeah, would you go for Funzo Ojo?
2: <laughs> no, actually, because I think we've recruited a better player in in, uh, in Cousins. The player I'd have in this season squad from last season will be Callum Lang.
0: Fair enough, fair yeah, enough. I um, think you know,
2: players who are not with us, though,
1: at the
0: moment. Yeah, yeah I, I do, but he, he's going to he's play Callum Lang, and I'm, I'm not going back to him. Adam, I think you'd go for someone... Scott Wooten, I think that'd be your your man who you'd bring in.
1: No, 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 because he didn't he didn't really feature, did he, in that in our best run towards the end of the season. So for me, uh Viv Solomon Otterbar. Viv, yeah, well he's knocking on the door.
0: Before we wrap things up, unless you guys have got anything else you'd like to to go to, um with regards to the upcoming season, League One. Um, I'm going to do both of you but I'm going to come to, well, I'll go Barry then Adam if that's alright to keep it structured Barry who are going to be at League 1 Champions?
2: Uh, I think we're going to have a little bit of a surprise next season. somebody a club is going to look a bit under the radar uh, but bearing in mind they're dropping down from the Championship and they've got experience of, of going up at the first attempt Rotherham United
0: Adam who's your Champions?
1: We're you going to ask that too
0: What a surprise uh, we could have put money on that one straight away. Uh, Right, Barry, who are your two other teams to join Rotherham United in the Um, Championship next season?
2: I think Ipswich have got a really strong squad, good manager in Kuki. I think Ipswich will go up automatic. I think they'll go up in second. And then it's a bit of a lottery after that. And, you know, we could be in that mix without any shadow of a doubt. And depending on the next Five weeks recruitment, so I'll say us, Adam. Well, to be honest, we've got the three but in a different order Ipswich and Rotherham.
1: Ipswich and Rotherham, fair enough. Right, the next question
0: I'm going to bring to you both is who are going to be the dark horses this season, Barry?
2: I think Lincoln City are going to have another good season and surprise a few people. I think they, you know, they probably looked on as. Last season was their season, and it didn't quite happen for them. But they've got a good manager. I know Appleton's not been quite well recently, and I wish him all the best in getting over, you know, his diagnosis. But I do think they're a good team, and I think Lincoln City going will surprise people and make the playoffs. Adam,
1: yeah, it's a tough one. Who is who is a big surprise these days? I mean, I know I said Lincoln, but you know they were a really good side, weren't they, last season? So. I don't know. It's a, it's a tough one. Maybe I mean they could it could go the right way for them if they if they sort the defense out because I thought going forward they had good patterns of play last season. Is the uh, the MK Dons? I don't think they're. I think they're a decent side. I like the manager. The way they play is very good. But yeah, they give you a chance at the back. So I don't know. I've not looked at their recruitment to see what what they've done at the back, but. If they've sorted the defence out, I think, you know, they they could have a decent season this year. Fair enough.
0: Uh, Underachievers, Barry, I reckon you're going to go... Sunderland. Sunderland, Sunderland,
2: Sunderland, definitely. Yeah, I don't know if
1: as underachievers, but for me, sorry, Kevin, but it's got to be Sheffield Wednesday because I think they're going to bomb. I I just think they're in an absolute mess. They're the second favourites, I think, or third favourites to get promoted. I actually think... (laughs) They'll finish nearer to the bottom. I think they're an absolute mess. That club at the moment, and I'm sure when Kevin comes on for his preview, he'll be telling you exactly the same. You know, they financially they're an absolute mess.
0: Then to finish off the bottom four, Barry, there's got to be one team in there, surely.
2: The bottom four for me will be Markham, unfortunately, Bolton Wanderers, Cambridge United, and I think Wimbledon are, are going to finally drop this season. Wimbledon,
1: they've lost Piggott, a big player for them. They had a good season last year, but I think teams will have worked them out. Gillingham, number two. Cambridge United lost Mullins, the top scorer. I think Morecambe will stay up, so I'm going to go for Cheltenham. I think Bolton will stay up as well, so I'm going to go for Cheltenham.
0: Fair enough. Well, if you're listening and you'd like to give us your predictions, the post is on our Twitter feed. Gabriel Sutton uh, got, it, uh, got it going. It's a nice little thing to... See where people are at. You could do an Nathan Sinclair and report Wigan for the top three and Bolton for the bottom for the for the rest of them. Um, but yes, it's exciting. I think we're all just waiting to be sat in the stadium, the right, supporting the boys, and you know, getting things going. Other preseason game coming up. We haven't even covered the games, but we've been doing all right preseason-wise, haven't we? Uh, some good results, some good minutes. Question on Friday night and then attention turns to the real stuff on uh, a week on Saturday. Barry, you got anything you'd like to finish us off with?
2: Yeah. 1st of August, Joseph Goals Legends game is taking place at Ashton Town. Paul Kendrick, Joseph's dad, sent me the uh, the players that have been announced so far. Emerson Boyce. Hey. Gary Caldwell. Hey. Neil Rimmer. Hey! Liam Richardson. Hey! Gregor Reock. Hey! Frankie Seven Goals Bun. Hey! Peter Murphy. Hey! Nick Chadders Chadwick. Hey! Barry Bazanols school's very own. Hey! The Oistweiss favourite, Graham Barra. And the other Oistweiss favourite, Graham Jones. Also, big announcement today has been the fact that Sam Marcy will not only be attending the game, but he's been given permission from Neil Warnock at Middlesbrough to play in the game. So I don't I don't know if that means that uh, Sammy Morris is not going to feature for Middlesbrough this season. He's not in Warnock's plans. or it's not because he's been injured, hasn't he? Is he using it as his comeback game? No, he got suspended, didn't he? Did he get sent off? I think he's suspended. a he bad injury, or didn't he, towards the end of the season as well? Well... If he did, I don't think he'd be playing in this game, would he? He's coming back from a bad injury. <laughs> so uh, if you want your tickets, there are 10 for adults, the 5 for over 65s and 5 for the kids. And you can get them on the Latix Future Ticketing, which is on the Wigan Athletic website, and it's you can purchase them on, on the You can pay on the day, but there is a restriction on numbers due to COVID protocols. So it's pay on the day if there are any tickets left, but because of crowd restrictions, get them in advance and you won't be disappointed.
0: Not the ticks. Absolutely not. And speaking of tickets, season tickets, the early bird deadline has been extended till the end of the month. Season tickets, they're either approaching or have surpassed 6,000. So your first 5,000, wow, you lucky guys and girls, you get yourself a free hat. Great news, and it's great to see people getting back in that ground. The amount of people who've said that they've not had a ticket for years and getting back, the amount of people coming for the first time, is fantastic. So with that said, it's a goodbye from me.
2: And it's up the ticks from me. Up the ticks. Up the ticks.